everybody. Welcome to podcast, Body, Soul, and Spirit, where it is our desire to see you whole in body and soul and in spirit. I want to come to you today and I want to ask a question to each and every one of you. Do you trust yourself? Can you trust yourself? Should we trust ourselves? And perhaps why we don't trust ourselves? How do we begin this journey of trusting ourselves? What do I mean by that? Well, you'll find it throughout the years that oftentimes we don't really trust in our own instincts. We stop trusting in our own abilities. We no longer listen to the compass that we all have internally for various reasons. Sometimes we're looking for the affirmation of others. We need the approval of other people or we need the validation of somebody else to make decisions. Or perhaps we make decisions that are fear-based and therefore we don't trust ourselves. And there's a lot of reasons as to why we stop trusting in ourselves. On a personal level, I can tell you on various occasions, I stopped trusting in my own instincts in my own uh, desires or even dreams. And oftentimes we do that because we've led ourselves down a wrong path at one time. Or maybe we were taught, for example, in my case, we were taught that maybe the heart is deceitful. The heart is wicked, right? So we shouldn't listen to ourselves. That we shouldn't listen to our own instincts because we cannot really trust ourselves. So how do we make sense of all of this? How do we start trusting ourselves? How do we stop looking for validation externally or having the approval of other people to make us feel this sense of perhaps, you know, peace, you know, because others have perhaps given us that approval and now we can move forward. And I think there's a lot of extremes when you think about trusting in yourself. And I want to kind of talk a little bit about trusting in ourselves. We can have two extremes. We can absolutely not trust ourselves or we can maybe doubt ourselves to the point where we cannot proceed, move forward unless somebody approves of it. If you've lived in a church culture, uh, oftentimes people are taught that we shouldn't trust ourselves and they base it out of Jeremiah chapter 17, where it says that the heart is deceitful above all things. And sometimes to a certain extent that is true, but we miss it, I think, and it, we can fall into the, a lot of thinking traps and a lot of uh, lack of maybe perceptions and proper discernments. And let me ask this and pause for a moment. Have you ever been in a situation where maybe there was a knowing on the inside of you and you know uh, maybe you shouldn't have made that decision or you're being led wrong or you know you shouldn't be in maybe a specific friendship uh, or in this situation, but you didn't really follow your instincts. You kind of stayed there. You started to doubt yourself. Well, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And oftentimes we don't trust ourselves because 
we're afraid to be maybe led by emotions. And although emotions are pretty valid, you know, they, they give us information. They give us the most objective take on what's happening in front of us. And sometimes our emotions are based on our prior experiences, but the emotions aren't always correct. So Jeremiah, when he says the heart is deceptive, he's not completely wrong that our hearts can lead us in a wrong direction, but we can't misinterpret data. We can't misinterpret what's really happening as far as our instincts are concerned. I have such a desire to have my listeners and viewers really be so whole in the soul that we start to trust that inner compass again and we start to trust that inner voice. Now, we also can read, if you grew up in the church, a lot, oftentimes uh, we read Ezekiel because he underscores the same idea that Jeremiah did. And he said, I'm going to give you a new heart. I'm going to put a right spirit within you. And so this, we when we grow up in this church culture, it can get very misconstrued as far as how do I trust myself? Can I trust myself? Can I trust my instincts? And I think it's important for us to address because when you, and if you have some church knowledge, uh, and it's important for the spirit, because we are spirit as well, for us to have some spiritual guidance. If you have a sense of, of spiritual guidance, then you probably have heard of the word Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is important because what God originally intended was to bring the Holy Spirit as a compass. It's what where we can access truth. It's a truth agent inside of each and every one of us. And so when we have the Holy Spirit and as we are led by the Holy Spirit, it begins to align us to truth. And it tells us truth about God, truth about ourselves, and truth about the world around us. Because oftentimes, based on traumas, based on situations and past experiences, our lenses start to get distorted. And remember, the soul is the interpreter of what happens to you. And I've said this before in our previous podcast, trauma is not what happens to you, but it's your perception of what happens to you. And so our lenses get distorted. And it's important for us to start to align ourselves to truth. And we have access to truth when we have the Holy Spirit. And because we're such complicated beings, God, you know, could be complex if we don't understand uh, maybe his methods, his ways. And really, truly, we start to lose ourselves and we don't quite understand and we have a distorted view of God, of ourselves, and of others as well. And so we have to kind of uh, align to truth again, learning to discern and understand the truth about others, our situation, about God. And that takes a journey. You know, what is truth? What is truth about this situation? Maybe that you're living. Uh, and that's where we can get very much out of alignment as far as trusting ourselves. Have you ever made a puzzle and you work on a puzzle and then there's a missing piece and then when you find the missing piece and then you see the full picture it explains so much well that's the journey that you and I are on all my listeners and viewers it's almost like missing pieces to our lives 
And as it starts to make sense, just like that missing piece, you start to trust yourself even more. Let's say, for instance, a marriage, right? Let's say you're in a marriage and then you start to learn that missing piece. You start to gain knowledge from not a distorted lens, but from truth because you have access to truth based, uh, based by the Holy Spirit, out of the Holy Spirit. And so now you start to understand, oh, this is why. And so you see a fuller picture. So when the spirit of truth, which is the Holy Spirit, comes to live within you, it starts to show you the truth about the world that you live in or even your past or even your current situation or who you are and who God is. Now, this is all a process. It's not all of a sudden I'm good to go. I got healed and I can move forward. It's a process as we become more full, more healed, right? And living with the Holy Spirit. So as we do that, we begin to trust ourselves. As we begin this journey of truth, we start to trust who we are. We start to trust all the instincts that are within us. We start to discern falsehoods and deceptions in ourselves. We start to discern areas that we have covered up for many, many years and that we don't want to face. We learn to discern where we have not been living. Uh, and out of that homeostasis, out of the calm, uh, right? We begin to calm the nervous system, right? Because we're no longer living out of a fight and flight place or coping strategies or out of an addiction place. And suddenly you're able to discern and recognize, name things, tell yourself the truth about what's really happening externally, internally, in the soul. And you get to know when something's off or you get to really begin to develop these skills to find out roots and what's not right in my soul. Uh, we start to get to know ourselves a little bit better and not from a place of deception because the worst deception is self-deception. But you're really working and co-laboring with God and having him help you identify certain roots. And the more you understand truths about yourself, the more you understand truths about God, the more you begin to learn truths about others, then the more work uh, begins to take place inside of yourself. And then that's the place that you become more discerning. So as you start to become more and more discerning and you start to learn these truths, you start to trust yourself more. That's where trust begins. Now, I can tell you on a personal level, I can tell you that oftentimes when I maybe had insecurities, I was covering up, didn't know that there maybe there was codependency there, control issues, right? Especially when we go through grief, grief leads us to control. And when we cover these things up and we really don't go on this journey of discovering ourselves more and when we kind of get stuck right where we don't really listen to the cues of what's really going on inside of us we're just kind of bypassing it ignoring it we know something's off we're not quite sure know what it is or we accuse ourselves or shame ourselves that's what's going to lead us to not trust ourselves so we really need the approval of others to validate us we need to know what others think of us and then that makes us feel better and because somebody else applauded, because somebody else is 
maybe they're cheering you on that makes you feel better right so we are needing that validation we are needing and that leads us to codependency which we will do and talk about in our next podcast and but the more you start to discover like the missing pieces of your soul and you start to really learn why do i do that why do i respond like that is it coming out of a place of insecurity and i can't tell you i have worked with people not only in my in in my personal life but i've worked with people on a business uh, as a business in in a business transaction and their insecurities get it in the way so when you try to maybe say something to them or try to steer them in a direction that would lead uh, us to a common goal and ultimately we have the same goal in mind whether it's a business transaction or a personal level and you'll see the insecurities rise and they don't really take much uh, advice or correction and whatnot you see that insecurities are are there and that person hasn't gone on a journey to discover who they really are why do they do that why do they respond like that why can't you take advice is it touching your ego is it bothering you the more you go on a journey of discovering you, the more you go on a journey of discovering why you reject people or why you have a control issue, the more you're going to start to trust yourself because you start to discover truths about yourself. And the more you begin to perfect those areas, they now you can start to trust yourself. So we start to trust our intuition. We start to trust our instincts. We start to trust ourselves because now you're able to understand things about yourself that there's toxicity there that maybe you're making it personal and it's really not about you and the more you discern and dissect areas about yourself from a compassion place then you can now trust your instincts and your intuitions and now you can trust that inner compass called the holy spirit as you start to peel these layers off of pride, uh, peel the layers of pride, peel the layers of wounds, peel the layers of deceptions, all those things that we have in our souls and we tell ourselves the truth about ourselves, both the good, right? Both the bad. You, you also tell yourself the good things, the beautiful things. And where also we're missing the mark or the areas that we're trying to hide or we're shaming. The more we do work and the more truth we tell ourselves, then and we absolutely have to learn to trust ourselves it's at that point having enough safety right through the holy spirit we have a safety net it's the holy spirit he's called the truth and i think the more we do work on ourselves we begin to trust ourselves even if it means what is true about ourselves in this moment example oh i have a wound here because of this wound, I don't really trust people very much. And the more you begin to expose these truths about yourself, somebody hurt you, somebody said it touched your ego. And then you say, oh, that's pride. They touched pride. And the more you peel that pride and do the work, then you can now start trusting yourself. You know, you can start maybe activating those areas called your inner GPS. You turn it on 
and it really does lead you to truth. It really does lead you to trust yourself again. It leads you to the place where if you really stopped and thought about it, really God has been leading you. Oftentimes we're not led in the right direction or we're missing the mark because we don't trust in ourselves enough to be able to listen to this, this truth, the spirit of truth, that inner compass, that GPS, because we have a lot of layers. There's pride covering, there's shame there, there's codependency. Maybe you feel abandoned or you feel very rejected still, or there's a lot of fear there. And all of those things don't let us listen to that inner compass. So the more work you do in the soul, the more questions you ask, the more those layers fall off, the more you allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you and you'll experience this safety net in God. And so you start to trust ourselves to name what's really happening. Even if the first step of trust, right? It would be the first step of trust. Like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I need to start to peel all these layers about myself. That would be the first step. I need to start trusting God again, perhaps, or I need to start trusting myself again. There used to be a time in my life where I didn't really quite trust myself, not because I was going to go and make a mistake or fail, but it was really coming out of a place of codependency. And that was stemming from a lack of closeness with a paternity, right? Which is our, our earthly fathers. And from there, I didn't really develop this trust issue. I had to have the validation of others. Now, we have to trust ourselves through developing trusting relationships with God and with others. That's how we start to trust ourselves, through developing trusting relationships with God and with others. We have to trust others, right? Through developing trusting relationships with God and with yourself. So when you don't trust others, it's probably you need to work on a trust relationship with God and with yourself. And then we also have to learn to trust God. And as we trust God, we start to develop a trust with ourselves and with others. So it's a threefold cord. We need all three as a whole to feel safe and safety. When you have a trust in God, trust in others and trust in yourself, there's a safety. Somebody once asked me, how do I start trusting other people again? And I always say this, you know, I may not trust others immediately, but I think a good leader will begin to trust and cast that trust first. And although that other person maybe didn't do anything to merit that trust, it's my job to extend that trust as a leader again, but to begin to trust others again, just kind of keep this in mind. You don't necessarily trust the person and put false expectations on that person. Like I'm going to trust you and I'm going to expect you never to fail me. Well, no, because people are going to fail us. People are going to wound us. People are going to hurt us, but you're really trusting God in that relationship. And as we venture out, right, risking trust, learning to trust ourselves, it, it has to involve God. And I think maybe you, something I want to leave you with is which one of these relationships is harder for you to trust? Is it harder to trust yourself, harder to trust others, or harder to trust God? 
So to start this journey of healing, if maybe you're struggling to trust God, uh, parts of you may be saying, I'm disappointed by God, or I've been hurt by God, or I don't really know God, you know, then, or he hasn't, you know, he hasn't done X, Y, and Z for me. So I don't trust him anymore. You might want to start there by building maybe a trust with God because that inner compass, which is the Holy Spirit, it comes from God and we're going to need it to be able to trust ourselves again. And maybe if you struggle to trust him, maybe you're mad at him. Those, those are important topics to maybe address it within yourself. Maybe you have trust issues with others. You trust God, but you don't really trust yourself or you don't really trust others. You're protecting yourself. Or maybe you trust others too easily. Or you don't trust at all. Those are all things that are happening inside the soul. So the trusting of others, uh, maybe you're having a hard time with because you're weary. But maybe start somewhere. Start taking brave steps. It starts within you. Maybe you might say things like, I need to open up myself a little bit more. Process it correctly. You know, small strategic steps are important. Maybe I need to work on trusting myself a little more. And my instincts, what are my instincts telling me? And being honest with yourself. Do you ever ask yourself the following? What do I want to do? For a long time, I lost myself and I didn't know even what I liked. Oh, what were my likes? What were my dislikes? It was always from a point of view of what do other people want? Because I have to, after all, quote unquote, die to myself because I did grow up in a church setting. And oftentimes, you know, we get disconnected from what we really want. And so it's important for us to learn to trust ourselves, trust others and trust God. So I want to leave you with that thought. Who do you have trouble or most trouble, harder time trusting? yourself, others, or God. And the way we're going to start to heal is take small steps. Start going on a journey of healing and ask yourself and peel all these layers and ask yourself honest questions and then start listening for the Holy Spirit in you as it becomes your compass. I hope this was a great help to you guys. Next time, in our next podcast, we're going to talk about codependency. You'd be surprised. A lot of people are codependent on many things, and we're going to be talking about that as well.